It's the mighty armored saint right here on the classic metal show doing the tribal dance, which uh, our African immune, uh, African American community is doing out in the streets of our major cities. They're doing their tribal dance out there. Fucking disgusting, dude. It is. Did you watch that video? I just, I, did, I didn't watch it. I saw you throw the link up there. Just watching a guy get stomped. I'm, I'm told he's alive and in critical condition, but. He looks very dead. Yeah, he's like uh, Reginald Denny. Uh, His crime was protecting his property. If you're not armed up and ready to actually shoot somebody, you're you're a fucking fool. Yep. It's just that simple. It's just that simple. If you're not if you're not ready, forget just being armed up. You got to be fucking ready to shoot somebody right in their fucking face. The time has come. I'm sorry, but it's just the way it is. These, that comes to my neighborhood. I got to shoot somebody before I go down like that. Just fucking lay down and take it. I got to empty the guns first. Yeah, of course. On, I don't even want to be a fucking citizen of this fucking shit bag tonight. This fucking ball of bullshit. Oh, it's fucking disgusting. I'm really fucking angry. I, I know you are. Not the, not I'm, the I'm just I'm just gonna tell you just just because of you know what you've uh, spouted here tonight, mm-hmm. you're, you're not the only one, and oh, I sure and not. I and I guarantee you that if the if the law enforcement in this country does not act, there are going to be a million Chris Akins out there going to act mm-hmm. for them. Yeah, and this one right here will be one of them. I'll say that right now. They don't straighten it out. I'll I'll happily march with with whoever I need to to fucking protect my people. Fuck yeah. It's it's, it's going to be vigilante justice out there. Which is the last thing in the world we fucking need. Yeah, I agree. You know, it's the last thing we need, but man, oh man. Seeing a bunch of fucking idiots fucking stomping somebody like that. What in the fuck? I don't care how mad you are about anything. What in the fuck? I can't, I can't fucking believe that this is going on in, in our fucking lifetime. You know, this is as, it's as bad as it was in the sixties. It is. I agree. But I'm, I'm sure this is somehow has something to do with Donald Trump being in office. I'm sure. Well, I'm sure that's what people say. This is the response to him allowing the racism. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As the king of the Ku Klux Klan or whatever. The Grand Dragon. (sighs) (sighs) Fucking sickening. Bob Kulik jumped out at the right time. (laughs) Want to hear a weird story about Bob Kulik? Tell me a weird story about Bob Kulik. This is an odd about his death. No less. This is such a weird thing. Now, before you get into that, and maybe you know the answer, or maybe you don't know the answer. Yeah. I know he and Bruce were on the outs recently. Mm-hmm. Do you know yeah. if they um, made amends or not, or is, is that even been mentioned? I don't think it's been mentioned. And I would imagine Bruce, even if they didn't, is going to say they did. Just so he doesn't, you know. I look like a real dick if he comes out and says, yeah, he died. And, you know, last thing I heard from him was, fuck you, asshole. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I know they had some kind of disagreement going on last year or yeah. something. Yeah, they I, up to very recently. He's been scorched earthing Bruce for the last couple of weeks. You know, it's been very recent that he was actually saying about what a fucking cunt Bruce was. But, but yeah. That, uh, sad news. We've had him on the. We had him on the show before a couple times, like, we, two or three yeah, times. We had him once when he won the Grammy with Lemmy, and then we had him once. What was the other time for? Was it Wasp? Maybe. Well, you you we actually had him on within the last year, didn't we? We may have. I don't remember for I what. Know. Well, but, you interviewed him. I don't remember for what though. I don't even remember it, but. 
I know we had him on a few times. I do know that. We a nice guy. He was always nice to me. Yeah, I, I talked to him once. I interviewed him, co-interviewed him with you once. Yeah. And then I that, know you interviewed that, him once or twice since. Yeah, I probably did. That was for Lemmy, right? The, I, be, I believe so. Yeah. The, um. So, yeah, he, he, he passed away this this week and uh, but check this out this is this is such a weird thing so i've talked many times about my mom on the show and about how my mom is a is a kind of a rock chick right, right. Mm-hmm. so my mom has these moments of weirdness with her <laughs> okay and she Every once in a while, she's she's one of these premonition people, and she always says stuff like, oh, I think this is going to happen, or that's going to happen, or whatever. So, you know, and, and sometimes it hits, and sometimes it doesn't, whatever. But sometimes it does hit. It's a weird thing with her. And, and I, I think you're like that, too, aren't you? you I am. You get, you get those things it, it happens all the time, especially in business. Mm-hmm. There will be somebody that I, a client that I haven't literally heard from like in two years. Right. And I'll think of them that morning and before right. the day's out, they either email or call or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a weird thing. My mom is very similar. So my mom called me oh, Tuesday or Wednesday. I think it was Tuesday. And just, she was just checking in seeing what's going on or whatever. And she says to me, she goes, I know this is going to sound weird, but I think meatloaf or somebody near meatloaf is going to die this week. Hmm. And I was like, I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, I don't know why. I just have that feeling that something's going to happen with meatloaf. And then sure as shit, I get the email yesterday from Loudwire that says Bob Kulik. And in parentheses, it says kiss slash meatloaf dies. And I was like, get the fuck. Yeah, it's pretty bizarre. I was, I was like, this is some weird shit going on here. <laughs> but yeah, so my mom had a, had a premonition sort of, sort of kind of about Bob Kulik. Or Kulik as he's known, I guess. Kulik. Yeah. I think he just did like talking metal like a week ago. Did he? Or two weeks ago. I mean, he very recent. I think it was Bob. Maybe it was Bruce. I don't know. I don't watch their talking metal live very often. Friday night they're competing with live PD. So, you know, I can't be bothered with that. But I know they had one of the Kulix on fair, fairly recently. So, might have been Bob. I don't know, but won't have him on in the future. That's for sure. Bummer, though, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Well, seemed like a talented guy. Well, it seemed. Well, he definitely was a talented guy. I mean, he's been in the business for as long as anybody. Yeah. Yeah. I'll imagine, I'll imagine that we're going to get 400 kiss podcast tributes here in the next week. Mm-hmm. Every kiss podcast known to man will be out there with their Bob Kulik um, thing. Listen to these three notes he played on love gun and uh, <laughs> kiss alive too. Yep. Listen to that. Hear that right there? That's Bob. That's not Ace. That's Bob. <laughs> yeah, he's got that tone and oh wait a minute. <laughs> Sorry, Red, Jerry. <laughs> he's got you that tone and feeling. You know that's coming with the the top ten Bob Kulik guitar riffs. And 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 of course whoever does it'll have that one oddball thing from the bullshit meatloaf album that nobody bought. But he'll be like, see, this was from Midnight and the Lost and Found. You know, the one that, that everybody forgot about on Meatloaf, but it had Bob Kulik on it. Right. You know, it'll be something like that. I I just assume that it'll be a week to avoid any podcast mo- remotely tied to Kiss. Because I just don't want to hear it. <laughs> I'll be honest, I don't want to hear Kiss podcasts anyway. Right. Do you, you ever listen to any Kiss podcast? No, I'm not that big of a fan. I mean, I, I like Kiss, but I'm not. I'm not a hardcore. I just it's like okay, yeah, definitely not. I don't like them enough to ever listen to anything that's talking about anything in their history. No, I couldn't give two fucks about the reunion or you know the story behind Unmasked or who cares? Big fucking deal. 
Hale and Kill Caller, you're on the air. I have a question about Bob Kulik. Okay, maybe we can answer it for you, Tim, since we're experts here. Do you guys think that, I mean, I personally, I think Bob Kulik was a great player. Now, what what do you attribute to him being a great player? Now, how did you arrive at that conclusion that Bob Kulik was a great player? Well, I, I just, you know, because I, I am a Kiss nerd. Okay, so love, so give me a give I me love, an exact uh, example that solidified in your mind that Bob Kulik was a great player. Well, I just I love the work that he the guitar work that he did on Paul Stanley's solo album, and I love the guitar work that he did on Side Four of Alive Two, and also on the Kiss Killers. Um, new songs from the, that compilation in 1982. I thought those solos were were, were really good. Um, and also, I'm a big Meatloaf fan as well. All right. Well, well, if 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 you didn't know that that was Bob Kulick on the Kiss releases, and then you heard him, would you say, "Isn't that Bob Kulick playing those uh, leads?" No, no, I wouldn't. Okay, but that, See, but that doesn't. That's a tribute to his greatness, yeah. Neely. <laughs> All right. No, but he, look, no, no, he didn't. He didn't look. He didn't have. He didn't have a sound in the way. And I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about his sound. He didn't have a sound that's so identifiable in the way that Eddie, know, Eddie Van um, Halen or George Lynch or, or, or uh, Ingve Malmsteen. Yeah, go ahead. No, he wa- he wasn't he wasn't a cornerstone player, right? And um, you know, but I I have a theory about why Bob Kulik was angry with Bruce because because the thing is Bob Kulik played some great guitar, right? He never had never had a sound all his own, but that doesn't um, negate the fact that his his work was really good. But he never became the guy. You know, he never became like the guitar player in Kiss. He he never became what Bruce Kulick became, and you know, and you know, Bruce Kulick had multi, you know, platinum albums with Kiss, and so he never, he never, like Kiss fans, for example, knew who Bruce Kulick was. If you, if you weren't into Kiss, you never really knew who Bob Kulick was. Nobody ever really did. He was he was just a great player, but he was like a session guy, you know. And what what I think is all this stuff of him coming out and saying I'm a Grammy Award winning producer and all that type of stuff is like, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. You know, I, I think he um, didn't get the attention that he wanted and so he, in the end he became bitter. So he's like Eddie Trunk. I'm not getting the credit. I, I'm not getting the credit that I think I sh- I'm due. So I need to point out my greatness. No, well, I think Eddie Trunk's great anyway. Yeah, but but you, you get you get my point, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And what? So what do you guys think about that? I don't know if that's the case. I, anybody can have a theory on anything. I think he never yeah. got the gig because yeah. he didn't look the part. He looked true. like the singer from. He looked the, he looked like the singer from Midnight Oil. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, and Paul Paul Stanley said that on several occasions that you know Bruce Bob Kulick never joined the band, and Bruce Kulick did because Bruce Kulick had hair. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's what Paul Stanley said. Well, does does Paul Stanley have hair? It's more. <laughs> it's, it sits next to him at night when he goes to sleep, but he does have some. <laughs> anyway, that's that's what I, that's what I reckon. Okay, I reckon. I'm glad you reckon that. So why don't you go do some cipher right. now? I'm going to go and go and back and do some. I'm putting. I'm putting. I'm doing a. I'm putting no a one cares. <laughs> What are you doing listening to the show on a Sunday afternoon? I thought you'd be at your house of worship. Houses of worship are online. 
<laughs> yeah, it's called the I classic metal show. <laughs> Glad I could make Tim laugh. There you go. His house of worship is online. All right. Well, I played uh, tribal dance there for a reason, aside from it's an awesome song. Okay. But apparently, um, the uh, the girls who dance on poles, the little stripper girls that uh, most heterosexual males love so much. Yes. Um. During this COVID-19, Corona, China, Wuhan virus, whatever you want to call it. Okay. The strippers are working to take back all of the power while clubs are shut down during this pandemic. Look at that. Power grabbing? Apparently so. Pussy grabbing, power grabbing. Okay. Uh, uh, Christina... Villagas, 21, has been working at a strip club in her hometown of Chicago since she was 18, using the money that she makes from dancing on stage, accompanying men to the champagne rooms, and giving lap dances to cover her bills, to comfortably pay for for her rent, and to fund her increasingly lavish lifestyle. Okay. But as the coronavirus hit the United States in early March, she started to see a downturn in both the customers frequent the customers who frequent the clubs where she works and the amount of money she was making per night. Then the club closed its doors in accordance to the state uh, protocol. Right. I was concerned about contracting the virus and potentially spreading it to others. She she told the news about the nightclub she went to. Uh, she last went to work. The club is not an essential business, and it is a close contact job. So the coronavirus closing down the clubs left all dancers without a large source of their income. How unfortunate! Unlike the rest of us. Well, they're dancers, dude. Yeah, true. They More deserve. Important. They deserve the money. How are they not essential? They're essential. I think they are. <laughs> According to a YouTube video, Vologus posted on April 4th to her channel, which has garnered an audience of, get this, drum roll please, 1.35 million subscribers. Jesus. And counting while documenting her life as a stripper, the young woman can make anywhere from $5,000 to, drumroll please again, $26,000 in one month, working five nights a week at the club. Nice. $26,000 a month. Mm Mm-hmm. As long as it's been closed, that income has become obsolete. And while Vologas says she has turned to the money she's making from her successful social media brand and the sale of her own merchandise to support herself, adding that is she is very lucky to be able to do so, she acknowledges that for most others in her industry, strippers have been on their own when it comes to finding work. Hmm. A lot of dancers have picked up other jobs at essential businesses where they have started up on OnlyFans account or a webcam. Okay. Uh, Vlogus explains referring to the online sex work. Mm-hmm. And we talked about that uh, fans only thing. Yeah, OnlyFans.com. Yeah, that's it. Unlike the transition to the digital work uh that many industries have made during this difficult time. Strippers face an uphill climb against the mainstream social media platforms, flagging their content and banning their accounts under the rationale that it violates community guidelines. Oh, whoops. <laughs> yeah, well, when you're out there flashing your, uh, your, you know, your vag. 
You telling me that Cooter Smiles is against the rules somewhere? <laughs> that would be a great website, wouldn't it? Cooter Smiles. Cootersmiles.com. I think you better go grab that right now. <laughs> better get it quick. See if that's even available. I'm going to look that up. Looks like Cooter Smiles. Cootersmiles.com. <laughs> I'm sure it's available. Are you sure? Will you be, no. I think you should grab it. What am I going to do with Cootersmiles.com? You, you can develop it and entice these uh, chicks to um, put their webcam activity on there. Let's see. Sign in. Sign in to GoDaddy. World's burning down. I'm buying fucking Cootersmiles. Dude, if, if, if nobody bought that yet, you need to own that. It, it's what? What is it? 15 bucks a year? Nothing. so my password that's awesome i have to have it now cootersmiles.com is that not my password it's just, it's fucking brave browser stinks <laughs> let, me go, let me go to google i'm gonna buy it i buy it see somebody hasn't already bought it from me Show just stopped so I can buy fucking Cooter Smiles. It's well worth it. <laughs> Is it available? I can't get into my fucking GoDaddy. What the fuck is going on here? You and your password problems. Uh, just because I have too many of them. Let me see. GoDaddy. Cootersmiles.com. Cootersmiles.com, only a dollar a month. Grab it. Doing it right now. <laughs> Grab that cooter. <laughs> Shit. Of course, they want to sell me everything. Just continue to the cart. Let's buy it in another address. This one year. I want it for a dollar. 12 bucks. That's what I there said, 15 bucks. Check out. Grab it up, Cootersmiles.com. I'm grabbing. grabbing that's that's like, that's C O O T E R S M I L E S dot com. That's right. Cootersmiles.com. <laughs> I love it. Check out some PayPal. I'll point it to the classic metal show. Well, I think you could do something with that. I'm sure I probably can. Cooter smiles. <laughs> I can't remember any of my passwords. Today. Oh, come on. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Pinball PA is going to buy Cooter smiles. <laughs> I can't remember any of my fucking passwords. I know that's the password for that. All right. Balance $12. All right. I am the proud owner of Cooter Smiles. All right. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like it. There we go. Cooter Smiles. It's all mine. It's <laughs> a nice buy for 12 bucks. Yeah. I'll figure out what to do with it shortly. <laughs> I think my nephew's listening to the show live tonight. Oh, is he? Yeah. I sent you over a text on your phone. Oh, let me look. He said, he said, I was too busy dealing with cooter smiles <laughs> to see texts. <laughs> oh, I, I like that t-shirt. <laughs> I support the performing arts as well. Yeah. That's, my phone is exploding tonight. That's uh, one thing you won't see at the K Kennedy Center that received $500 billion on the last stimulus package. Yeah. But that is a little cooter smile enjoying that poll. I got messages upon messages. <laughs> Cootersmiles.com. Love it. I do, too. <laughs> Knew you had to grab that. Of course.
Grab her by the pussy. Yeah, of course. All right. Getting back to the story. All right. Um, unlike the transition to the digital only work that many industries have made during this difficult uh, time, strippers face an uphill climb against the mainstream social media flagging their content and banning their accounts under the rationale that it violates community guidelines. So they went over to Chris Aiken's Cootersmiles.com where they can freely advertise their services. Right. This is something that Justin LaBoy, a former professional basketball player. Ever heard of him? No. What's his name? Justin LaBoy. L-A-B-O-Y. Justin LaBoy. Yeah, this is a former professional basketball player. And social entrepreneur. I'm not seeing him as a basketball player. 21 Chump Street. 14 minute musical. Inside the strip clubs of Instagram. Yeah. He enc- I don't see him as a basketball player, but. That's what it says. He encountered this when he stumbled into the world of the vit- vir- virtual strip clubs and started his own. Okay. The 28-year-old New York native tells Yahoo Life that he has some experience with nightclub hosting and has learned a lot about the nightlife industry by way of working with socializing throughout New York City. When it shut down, he missed the atmosphere of the clubs he frequented and decided to recreate it on social media. Unfortunately, or fortunately, he has a large audience of more than 60,000 followers made up mostly of women as a result of a meme account that he formerly ran. Still, he couldn't have imagined what happened next. Okay. See, see, this is what I'm telling you here. You you already have this interest in porn and shit. Yeah. So what the way that I'm looking at this is you could take that cootersmiles.com Mm-hmm. And make it sort of like a, a a website that could direct you to different, uh, you know, porn outlets. Okay. You know, kind of like a like a phone book. A porn directory. That's my point. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, go to Cooter Smiles and then you could be directed to, you know, um, fans only or. You know, porn what, hub or yeah, Pornhub. Yeah, yeah, exactly. X videos, X hamster, and just be constantly on the lookout for new, for new companies to add. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's sort of a general website. You go, Hey, go to Cooter smiles and it'll direct you to whatever it is you're looking for. Watch this become my main business. Dude, I'm telling you. (laughs) That would be the best if I just started Cooter smiles and it took off. Yeah. That would be like so cool if that was like a major player in the in the online porn industry thing. And don't look for porn anywhere else. Just come to yeah, Cootersmiles. We got it's it all, all here. here. It's it's all gathered right here. All you have to go do is go to one website, Cooter Smiles, and then just go from there. Yeah, just come on over to Cooter Smiles. We'll have it broken down by whatever you want, by category, by site, whatever. Live stream, you know, porn sites, whatever you're looking for. Got it all. Want to submit your company to to be listed on Cooter Smiles? $5,000. Yeah, it's like like Trivago. Yeah. You're like the Trivago of of adult entertainment. Pussy. (laughs) Well, yeah, but but you got to market it to where you don't say it's pussy. You go... Hey, it's like the kayak of, you know, adult Mm -hmm. entertainment. Yeah. The kayak. (laughs) The Trivago of adult entertainment. That's hilarious. Dude, I'm telling you. (laughs) I have to get to work on this thing. Dude, I'm telling you, it'll work. Cooter smiles. (laughs) It's just awesome. Cooter smiles. It sounds like a happy place, right? It does. It really sounds like a nice place. It does. It's happy. It's it's not derogatory, but everybody gets it. And it's just like, yeah, you know, go over to Cooter Smiles and just see what's in their directory. Yeah. Yeah. I know Demon about TBLOP, but nobody fucking knows that site. Yeah. 
Because it's T-B-L-O-P. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything to me. But Cooter smiles? Yeah. Who, who, that's the happiest place on earth that takes exactly. over Disneyland. And sorry, ass smile, but I'm in this to make money, so the fag shit will be there. I will have the gay stuff, too. I don't know what we'll call that. What will we call that? Cucumber smiles? <laughs> dude, I think that's I think that's something worth exploring. Seriously. I, I dude, I have no problem putting it up. I don't know where I'll put it up because I don't think I can host porn on my site. Well, I guess if I'm just doing links. It's just a link. You're not hosting porn. You're just you're just directing it. Yeah. Just directing traffic. That's it. Hmm. All right, show's done. See you guys. <laughs> work to do. I got. I gotta go rub one out first, and then I'll get to work. Yeah, I'm gonna go rub one out, and then I'm gonna go build cooter smiles. <laughs> could you imagine? You know, like you could almost use like that. Was it Walmart that used that happy face? Oh yeah. You know, <laughs> instead of instead of the Walmart happy face, you got to have it. You know, kind of like. Um, I don't know. Just, just, just some sort of like a, a, a happy face with like a look of ecstasy on its face. Like, yeah. you know, cooter smiles. Or just, just do like sort of a hand drawn where you can't tell for sure if it's a vagina or a smile. <laughs> there you go. Just one of those things. Look at us. See, see kids, this is how ideas get formed. Yeah. <laughs> this could be the next million seller right here. Right. It'd be great if I just built this and in a year sold it for like $10 million. Oh, yeah. If, if it was very effective. Yeah. You know. Because these porn companies, they have fucking money to throw away. Yeah. I'll sell so, it. So, yeah. so, yeah. You you know, if, if, you, if you figure out a way of making it a distribution site. Yeah. And it's effective and you, the search engine works well. And, you know, somebody's looking for some kind of oddball shit mm -hmm. and they can type it into your search engine. And it'll automatically direct them right to whatever it is that they're looking for. Then I sell it to strip chat, strip chat for the naming rights. There you go. Strip chat presents. Yeah. Cooter smiles. Cooter smiles. Cootersmiles.com. Deep. Deep cut, Vivid will buy it. PC, where do I invest? There you go. <laughs> See, I'm a I'm an idea man. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. You'll be looking for your cut, right? Yeah, I, I need my ten percent, like Jerry Lendegard. You know, ten percent. Ten percent. I can afford ten percent for the idea. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, getting back to the story. All right. Um. I just went to Instagram live. I was bored like everyone else. I love to go out. I love the nightlife. I love the boogie. <laughs> I want a disco tonight. <laughs> Got the feeling that ah. yeah, a little Gloria Gaynor there. Yeah. And that wasn't an option. So I went live for my very first time. LaBoy explains women were like calling in and trying to go live with me. And I finally answered. These girls started dancing and some of the women just started taking their clothes off. And I'm like, whoa, we can't do this for free. See, right, the, the pictures have started in the chat room for both cucumber smiles and cooter smiles. Right, cooter smiles. Now, there you go. That See, see, Demon had the right one right there. Scroll up, you see cucumber smiles. Yeah, smile. I see that. But but demon is capitalizing on exactly what I was thinking. That's right. You know, it's a smiley face. It says cooter smiles. Yeah. It's pretty basic, pretty the kids will love it. Yeah. If she had more of a Gene Simmons tongue, she could lick her own cooter. Yeah. Maybe that's <laughs> what we have to do. Big smile with a tongue hanging out, licking the cooter. There you go. Not that kind of cooter, Nathan. Uh, yeah, come on, yeah, Nathan. We're, from, we're not talking Dukes of Hazard cooter here. Yeah. We're not talking Cooter's Garage. They're going to burn your city down just for mentioning somebody <laughs> from that show. Cooter. 
I always thought that was bizarre that the guy in Nukes of Hazard, his name was Cooter. Yeah. And Boss Hog and Cooter. Yeah, Cooter's Garage. But how ironic they had Boss Hog, so they had a hog and a Cooter. Right. Like this sexualized show. Exactly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, LaBoy says he asked all six or seven women who danced that night for their cash app user's name, cash okay. app. Are you familiar with that? I don't know. Cash app. Well, you might have to check into that. Yeah. I'm, I'm barely familiar with Venmo at this point. <laughs> all right. Uh, to be pinned in the comments section of the live stream so that people tuning in would be able to spend tips as they would in a strip club. Some mm -hmm. of the women received upwards to $4,000 from dancing for just a couple of minutes. Wow. So you might have to make notes there for Cooter Smiles. Yeah. Might have to call Mr. LeBoy here yeah. and see about Cash App, Cooter Smiles. Yeah. The next day, I had over like 200 to 300 direct messages from women asking if they could come on the show because they heard about the money that the women made. Wow. He says, so it definitely wasn't planned. I just went on one night. I said I needed a, a demon. I called it demon time. And that's just from uh, there. And just from there, it just took off. Good for him. Like the accounts of countless women who work in the industry, LeBoy says that Instagram eventually removed him from their platform. Instagram did not immediately respond to requests for comment. With the fandom that he had amassed from the shows he hosted on Instagram and the money that he was able to bring in from Demon Time's audience of celebrities, including Shaquille O'Neal, Kevin Durant, Odell Beckham Jr., Drake, The Weeknd, DePaulo, and Winnie Harlow. LeBoy was able to secure a partnership with OnlyFans. The oh, he's with OnlyFans. Yeah. All right. The platform founded in September of 2016 as a subscription content service that allows creators to make money off of posts from the paying viewers. Hmm. Subscribing to the Demon Time page on OnlyFans is free, although LaBoy and his business partner Justin Dior Combs, Sean Diddy Combs' son, so he's doing business with P. Daddy's son, <laughs> charge a virtual door fee starting at $5 for those who want to access the exclusive content and the live shows. Beyond that payment, LaBoy says all the money brought in by the dancers goes directly to those women. No, ass fire. Caitlin Bennett's not going to be on Cooter Smiles. No, she's not going to do that. She's, we'd like to see it, but I doubt she'd be interested. No, she's a married conservative girl. She's not going to be flashing her Cooter. Yeah. We'd like to see it, though. If she ever wants to, Cooter Smiles, Caitlin. Cooter Smiles. Yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> I, I just feel like this is just the best thing for women right now. How about you? I, I'm sure this is the best thing for you, Mr. LaBoy. Yeah. I don't think you're worried about the women. No, he's worried about that $5. I try to reach out to as many women as I can. Like, listen, I don't want nothing from you. Sure you don't. No, none at all. I just want to provide you with the opportunity to come on my show. To mm -hmm. come on my show. Yeah. <laughs> like come on a gold tooth. Right, exactly. He maintains that it's all in an effort to build a brand for the women so that they can create money-making opportunities for themselves going forward. Yeah, I'm sure, you know, you're big-hearted like that. My thought is how once, once they get to OnlyFans, why would they need him anymore? They wouldn't. So... He only makes the money once, so he has to consistently keep finding girls. Uh, apparently so, but women age. So, you know. Yeah, true. True. They only have, they have the shelf life. They of, do. They have five years. If that. You know. But at Cooter Smiles, we will have Cougar Smiles as well. <laughs> Just telling you, we will go for the old broad. Sure. And although... The older men have money. Sure they do. 
And although he sees virtual strip clubs as a lucrative and safe future for the industry, he doesn't anticipate much competition to what he just created. I feel like I've separated myself, he says, of demon time. Well, he hasn't met Chris Aiken and Cooter Smiles. Yeah, Cooter Smiles is going to take your business. Yeah, demon, demon, demon time's great, but Cooter Smiles is better. It's a better name. Yes, it is. Who would you want to jerk off with, Cooter Smiles or Demon Time? I, I'm thinking Cooter Smiles. But I'm thinking, too. I'm thinking it's like going to McDonald's. Who, who isn't happy to get a Happy Meal at McDonald's? Yeah, of course. Who doesn't want to go to Disneyland? Yeah. It's the happiest place on earth. Cooter Smiles. My place makes you smile. Cooter <laughs> Smiles. Exactly. Yeah, I'm with this. I'm, now, now you got me sold. See? Now I don't want to bother with these other hour and a half of the show. I want to go build Cooter Smiles. <laughs> See, A.M. Davies, a stripper and a longtime ad- advocate for sex workers, explains uh, uh, that Demon Time may, in fact, be blocking competition by using its celebrity audience to legitimize the brand. Well, why not? And you think Don Dockin would do a, a promo for <laughs> Cooter Smiles? Hey, you're looking at Cooter Smiles. Hi, I'm Don Dockin, and when I need to rub one out... I, I have nearly put my fingers together since my hand doesn't work, and I fucking go to Cooter Smiles. Exactly. <laughs> uh, he's using um, celebrities to legitimize the brand and its content while women who try to promote their individual pages are subsequently being squeezed out and even censored. You think Eric Ferentinos is a big enough celebrity to drive people to Cooter Smiles? <laughs> Bob Nelbandian. Steve P- Stephen Piercy. Stephen Piercy. Hey, this is Stephen Piercy. And I'd like to tell you, I engage in the three P's at Cooter Smiles. That's right, Cooter Smiles. <laughs> we're going to go round and round here at Cooter Smiles, and we're going to leave you wanting to come back for more. Exactly. I'm telling you, we're going to lay it down here at Cooter Smiles. So what uh, what does that last sentence just remind you of something we spoke about earlier tonight? Read the last sentence again. I'm sorry. I said, while women who try to promote their individual pages, they are subsequently squeezed out and even censored. What does that remind me of from earlier in the show? Live Nation. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When you're the mm-hmm. when you're the big dog in the business and somebody is trying to break through and you have the wherewithal, you go, yeah, fuck that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> hey, brothers and sisters, it's me, Chips, and out for Cooter Smiles. <laughs> Want to get high on the new thing? <laughs> I'll have him singing that Five Smiles Away song. Cooter Smiles Away. <laughs> <laughs> or you could get, well, Kip Winger, we kind of know he's a little bit into the kind of kinky porn shit. Maybe he could, maybe he could sing smiles away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're going to get all of, we're going to turn this into the eighties metal. Thing. Yeah. Cooter smiles. I'm telling you what it'll, it'll, it'll work. I think that girl from Bow Wow Wow would do this for us. Yeah. I want Cooter. Shaved old Cooter. Exactly. (laughs) Only fans, that platform is basically built on sex workers because they caught on to it first. They were using only fans. They made the platform really, really popular. And now there are major celebrities that have caught on to it. Davies, the founder of, get this. United Pole Artists. United Pole Artists? Yes. He's the guy? Wow. Never heard of that. But that's a good name, though. United Pole Artists. I like that. It's a little long, though. It is. It's a bit long, but but it's sort of like like the whole movie thing, you know, United Artists, but United Pole Artists. It's kind of like that shirt I sent you. Somebody in the chat room. When I see you, Cooter Smile. Exactly. <laughs> when your Cooter Smiles, exactly. I can fix the world. 
I love it. The fans are getting in on this now. Yeah, but they get it, though. Yeah. Maybe See? John Waite could sing the theme. Sure. Or I'll have Sheldon do his John Waite impression. Right. He'd probably do it for me. Of course he would. <laughs> um, so Davies, the founder of United Poll Artists, explain, now only fans is cracking down on sex workers and starting to do weird things with their profiles. So shadow banning and discrimination literally happened on all of the platforms so there there we go already with the uh well we're gonna limit this person or we're gonna limit that person yeah see this is this is why cooter smiles needs to be uh just an open platform that's right no no uh limiting no banning no nothing cooter smiles is gonna lead you to my new channel over at bit cooter In a statement, uh, OnlyFans says this claim is untrue. OnlyFans never deactivates accounts without due cause. In most cases, creators who violate OnlyFans terms have their account restricted or suspended pending investigation and remedial action. In serious cases such as fraud, for example, accounts are deactivated. The platform has experienced very few cases where accounts have been deactivated due to technical glitches. And in these cases, the creators have always had their accounts reinstated immediately. Without question, OnlyFans is one of the most inclusive social platforms in the platform's uh, progressive policies toward content creation enables the success of adult content creators without discrimination. That will not change as the platform grows and gains broader appeal. Attempts by strippers to find other opportunities by way of their online platforms have continued to be difficult. Most of our most of us are online now in more of a sexual manner. Davy says that the desperation to make money has grown even uh has even grown as many estates don't formally recognize strippers as employees, therefore making it more difficult to qualify for unemployment. Okay. An issue at the heart of Davy's work with the soldiers of the pole, soldiers of pole, soldiers of pole. Yes. And the motivation behind the fundraiser of hashtag stripping for strippers. Well, and no, Demon, the Minneapolis cha- chapter of Cooter Smiles will not be Looter Smiles. <laughs> we will not be calling it that. They will be welcome at Cooter Smiles. Um, still, Davies points out the resilience of strippers and the growing unionization of sex work. Unionization of sex workers. Well. As, we the, as the step will allow the industry to prevail and more importantly change for the better nothing ever is better when there's a union involved never uh we've all really become a lot more connected with each other because nobody really understands our plight like we do davy says this is the first time we've been uh, confronted without choice ways that we have to adapt and we have to make it work for us from now on, this is our chance to take back all of the power. Pole soldiers, how do we know? Ace is back and he told you so. Right. Well, the boy claims that he's working toward the same goal of allowing women to work in the environment where money and rights are being taken from them. Davies proposes a different model where middlemen like LaBoy, club owners, House moms, Chris Aiken with Cooter Smiles, who, right. who typically manage the dancers and the workings of the backstage at the strip clubs are taken out completely. Look at this picture in the chat room. There's Jeff Tate doing a, doing a read for Cooter Smiles. <laughs> Look at that. Everybody's into it. He must have fell asleep with his head in the sun. He's pretty dark except for his hands. <laughs> Cooter smiles. I love it. Yep. Shooters <laughs> with cooters. That's right. Shooters with cooters. Right. 
They've nominated you to be president of the sex workers. Yeah, union. look at that. She's my cooter pie. <laughs> look at Ace Freely singing pole soldiers. Whores yeah. are back and they told you so. <laughs> See that? <laughs> See, we started something. Yeah, I think we did. And our fans are right on it. They jumped right in. They, they're ready for some cooter smiles. Yeah, look at that. See, we created something immediately. Yes, sir. This is how capitalism works. Now we got to start rounding up our, our rock star friends to get in on this. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine this meeting we're going to have? So, so Don, here's what I need. <laughs> I, see, I'm launching this this search engine Yeah. for cooter smiles. Yeah. Well, Don, it's going to be searching for cooters. And it would be of great help if I had you on video supporting it. Would you Would you do that for me, Don? Hey, I'm Don Dockin, and whenever I'm jerking off, I do it with cooter smiles. Right. When I'm looking I, for some jerk-off material. When I want to jerk off to amateurs, I go to cooter smiles. Right. They have the best search for, for porn. Yeah. <laughs> when I want to jerk off and I don't have a lot of time, I just go to cooter smiles and get directed immediately to the to the. Yeah. To the site I'm looking for. They know exactly what I like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just just type in a keyword or key phrase and it'll direct you to exactly the porn you're looking for. Yeah. And as a special, if you're if you're a paying subscriber to Cooter Smiles, it'll save your preferences. So you don't even have to you don't even have to search anymore. When you log in, it's just gonna bring you up those sites that are specific to your perversion. Exactly could actually build that mm-hmm. see i could do that. Just, just working <laughs> up all these ideas i'm really ready to go build this fucker <laughs> let's go build cooter smiles <laughs> fuck the rest of the show i want to go make some money yeah <laughs> <laughs> too funny yep uh the future is strippers will run and own their stri- own strip clubs see the see this is where i'm talking about see if these strippers are, are going to have their own individual sites, yeah. Cooter Smiles would be the the search engine for those sites. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if they're, they're looking to diversify and give these strippers the power, they can subscribe to Cooter Smiles, which will direct them to their site and give them priority listing. Yeah. It's kind of like it's kind of like Google AdWords. Only ten dollars a year for a basic listing. There you go. But if you want the premium where your name is bolded, it's twenty. Yeah, it's like it's Google AdWords. Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm really thinking, dude. I'm telling you, this is like the this is like the Google AdWords of porn. I know, dude. Literally, I have no idea what you've been reading for the last 15 minutes because all I could think about is how would I generate this in Cooter Smiles? <laughs> I really have no idea what you're talking about. I'm, now, I'm just I'm just giving you all the ideas. I know. I, I'm I'm now obsessed with Cooter Smiles. Of course. <laughs> so oh, yeah, you already base it on the on the models that are already out there for the various mm-hmm you know, various services. Yeah. Yeah. You just do the same thing. Only you do it for porn. Yeah. I love it. You want live stream. Here's live stream. You want to, uh, you know, vintage porn. Here's vintage porn. Yeah. Amateurs or, you know, BBWs or yeah. C's, whatever it is you want. It's here. EDSM. Come on and get it over at Cooter Smiles. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Want to see a guy fucking an animal? Cooter smiles. <laughs> uh, the future of strippers will run their own strip clubs. Uh, we're already all talking about that with each other. Strippers will create more of a virtual online club. They will run collectively and they will run fairly, uh, fairly among the workers. I think that the strip club should be very nervous that they're going to lose their establishments and their money because we're going to figure it out on our own like we always do. At Cooter Smiles, we're already ahead of the curve. Yeah, yeah, we're going to 
we're going to direct you to those strip, those virtual strip clubs. Yeah, I'm right. We are. Mm-hmm. Oh, you like blondes? Oh, oh yeah. We'll just type in blondes. I'll, I'll direct you to that strip club. And then once we get good at it, we might build our own to have it in, in house. Let strippers rent them. Yeah. Just rent it for three months. Yeah. It's kind of like a, like a beautician who rents her chair in a, in a beauty shop. 500 a month. You can come on in, turn on whenever you want, save your videos and use them for future. So you don't have to be always live. Cooter smiles. (laughs) Telling you (laughs) as much money as there is in porn. I think there's room for you. I think there is too. Lord knows my favorite, my favorite job that I do right now is porn. There you go. Might as well, might as well make it, make it your own. Dude, that has been, that has been my savior through the fucking coronavirus is that I get up every single day and I have to write something dirty for fucking, for the porn shop. I have to do porn advertising, which has been great. Yeah. Now you got your own. Yeah. Now I'll start my own. I certainly already know how to market it. I'm doing marketing for another porn shop. There you are. Perfect. Maybe I'll talk to that guy. Maybe me and him could partner. In well, don't, don't, don't partner with anybody. Keep it for yourself and then sell it. I mean, he's got all the ins. Yeah, I get it, but you, you need to make it your own. And then if it gets popular enough, then you can sell it to one of these big players. Maybe I just have him advertise on Cooter Smiles. Cooter for Smiles. Adult, for adult toys. Yeah. You need a dildo while you're jerking off on Cooter Smiles? Get it here. Time for you. Yeah, have him pay you to advertise for him. Yeah, now we're talking. There you are. Banner ads on the side. Exactly. Mid video. Mid roll videos. Oh, fuck the rest of this damn show. What are we doing? See, now you're thinking. Now it's all I can think about now is making money. <laughs> Davies even points to a number of uh, virtual clubs that have already been created by strippers themselves, like. Cyber Tees and TV's Club as they work to set the precedent for the industry in the industry's future. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think, you know, minus this coronavirus, that guys would prefer to go to a quote unquote virtual strip club or would they still rather go to a real strip club? Virtual. Okay virtual by a lot I, people still go you go to you go to the strip club with your friends you don't go by I mean, yourself no by themselves typically not but guys always are ready to jerk off and they always jerk off by themselves okay so yeah dude there, there's a reason that these fucking cam cam girls make a fucking boatload of money dude if you ever watch any of the videos that are up on like Pornhub or x videos or whatever that are that are captures of when they're doing their porn shows. All you hear, you don't even hear the girl making noise or the guy grunting while he's banging the chick. (laughs) All you hear is the coin noise, right? You know, the girl starts sucking the cock and all of a sudden you hear cling, 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 cling. (laughs) The money just rolls in because it's individual porn dogs jerking themselves off while they're, you know, while they're watching this girl, suck a dick you know and yes i understand pc some people would rather go to the strip club most would not most would absolutely rather fucking have their deviancy with a chick and they can actually tell the chick what to do in the privacy of their own home they just would i i think what do you i mean dude you're not a big porn guy but if if your choices were to go out by yourself or just pull it up on a screen, which would you do? Oh, definitely on a screen. I mean, it's more convenient. Yeah, it's convenient. You won't spend as much money. You don't have to waste fucking $20 on two bad drinks. You know, it's just come in, throw some coins down to see her fucking stick three fingers in her pussy. Come and turn it off. Great. In and out in about eight minutes. <laughs> And you can find it all on uh, Cooter Smiles. Yeah, that's where that's where you'll start, Cooter Smiles. Right. I'm going to suggest by next week I'll have at least a homepage up that people could set their 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 Google their 
browser homepage too. Yeah. Twitter smart. Exactly. Vologas mm-hmm. <laughs> maintains that the club going viral seems like an okay solution for the time being, although she anticipates going back to work in the club where people thrive off the physical intimacy. The physical aspect is the main difference between the virtual and the real life clubs. Over virtual clubs, you cannot touch, have a conversation, or make a connection at all with the guests, she explains. It is like the distance between texting someone and meeting them in person. A little bit different. I would say it's more frustrating to be in the strip club because you still can't really touch in most cases. In most cases, man, if you if you even fucking do that thing where you try to, you know, brush against their pussy or whatever, you know, when they're when they're lap dancing you or something, you will get tossed right the fuck out of the True, strip club. But they can touch you, but you may not be able to touch them. Yeah, but they only touch you. At first they say, Hey, just twenty dollars more and you can feel my tit. I'll rub my tit, <laughs> I'll rub my nipple in your face right, or something. Right. You no, know, and then you're you're such a fucking whore, you're like, Okay. <laughs> Well, that's, that's the guys that go to those clubs though. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but it just, ugh. I don't know. I always, I always wondered about that too. Cause you know, that girl's got her tit in like every fucking mouth in the club. And if you're there, if you're not there at the at opening, like if you get there at like 10 o'clock at night and she's like, Oh, I'll rub my tits in your face. It's like, ugh. How many guys saliva that's been drinking fucking Bud Light am I going to have rubbing on my cheek? Right. In a May 9th video with the house mom of the club where she works, Vlogas discusses uh, what strip clubs may look like upon reopening, including wearing face masks and distancing uh, and distanced air dances. There will be changes made at first to keep both guests and entertainers safe, but as time goes by, it will all hopefully ease back to normal. Although mm-hmm. she's, she feels supported by her club, Vilaga shares Davies' vision of a more empowered and connected future for strippers and the environments that they work in. I hope that people can learn from this experience. A lot of people realize that saving money is so important and moving forward, it should be the main focus. I also hope that people use the club as a stepping stone rather than getting trapped in the industry. My hope for clubs in the future is to work together as a family. Mm, how pleasant. Yeah. When it comes to money, family goes right out the window. Family, family's done. Stop with the family. Yeah. It's all about the coin. Yep. Exactly. But I think you're onto something, though. Mm hmm. Cooter smiles. Cooter smiles. Jesus. If I actually form a business out of something that was just a random fucking trying to be funny statement out of my hole, that's funny. But now I'm really thinking about it. I'm really, I got a lot of thoughts going Well, on. you should. <laughs> Cooter smiles. I've, I've, uh, I've tried to set a fire here for you. Well, you set a fire like the people of Minneapolis did, my friend. Yeah, it look is at me. Brightly right it's now. burning like a flame, man. Yeah, they're, it's burning brightly in my head. Well, uh, our good friend TJ James, he, he, mm-hmm. he chimes in with a, uh email. Okay. He's thinking that Bono from U2 could sing Cooter Smiles. I... Th- <laughs> I found what I'm looking for. And I think that I found what, what I'm, I'm looking, looking for. for. I Cooter Smiles. Yeah, Cootersmiles.com. <laughs> I'm just telling you, it's just so easy. <laughs> all the little, all the little, uh, you know, nuances, the, the pop, you know, the pop culture that you could just inject into this. Oh, yeah. One cooter, one smile, gonna jerk it for a while. (laughs) Our good friend uh, Matt in Cincinnati, he chimes in. Breaking news, Jacob's Field has just been renamed Cooter Smiles Field. (laughs) (laughs) Cooter I don't want the whole field. I just want the clubhouse. (laughs) The Cooter Smiles Clubhouse sounds fantastic. Yeah. 
hey, where's all the players? Oh, they're over in the Cooter Smiles Clubhouse. Right, Cooter Smiles. <laughs> like I said, if, if it wasn't already, uh, I don't know if, if it's trademark or branded in any way, shape, or form, but as you know, Disneyland is the happiest place on earth. Yeah. I think I think it's it's Cooter Smiles, the happiest adult place on earth. Yeah. Happiest place ever. Yeah. <laughs> Anywhere. Yeah, the Cooter Smiles Music Center in Cuyahoga Falls. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody's just enjoying having fun with this. Yeah. Instead of the Q, it'll be the coup. Or Cooter Smiles Fieldhouse. Cooter Smiles. Yeah. Well, well, we'll rename it. It used to be the Q. Now it's the Coup. Yeah, That's it's the, the Coup. For Cooter Smiles. Right. <laughs> so funny. It's great. I love it. <laughs> I love it. That's good. All right. I think I'll, uh, I think we should uh, take a little break. Right. And uh, I think I'm going to, I think the best way to end the seg- segment is to play John Waite when I see you smile. When your cooter smiles, I can't face the world. <laughs> my shame. <laughs> that would be Bad English, my friend, featuring yes, uh, John Waite on lead vocal and, of course, uh, um, Neil Sean on guitar. Yeah, and Dean Castronovo Dean on Castronovo drums. Dean on drums. Yeah, we know some people in that band. We do. Although John Wade is officially the enemy for me because I I deal with the babies, not John Wade. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think I think you've landed on a million dollar idea here. Let's see if I can't put it together. Let's make that happen. All right. Because I want my cut. <laughs> I better make it work, right? Yeah. Since it was since it was my idea, pal. Hey, I invested. I took the risk. <laughs> yeah, you invested your twelve dollars. Yeah, I put fourteen or twelve bucks out. Right. Damn right. <laughs> I risked it all. You did. Glad we grabbed that. You grabbed that imagine. immediately. Can you imagine if this turns into something? How do I go and tell my mom that? Well, who cares? Mom- Started a business, Cooter Smiles. Cooter Smiles. Yeah. Uh, I won't care. I love it. She'll be like, oh, Jesus, it's fucking you. <laughs> hey, made a million dollars, mom. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be like, I'll be like, my Jason did it this way. I went a different way. Exactly. We both did our money. What what difference does it make? Yeah. I, 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 uh, I, I turned my passion into a money-making uh, entity right mom remember those times when you walked in on me now i've made millions off right, from it right so stop yelling at me for jerking off <laughs> all right well here's bad english with uh cooter smiles exclusively here on your classic cooter show <laughs> 